All right, Miss Tia, we are live. How's your uh, weekend? Um, it's been all right. It could be better. Just all right? Yeah. Come on now. We, got, we got to do a little Dallas better than right all right. Now. I'm having my soul snack, and I'm in the We, game. You're right. We are supposed, we were supposed to, this recording should be happening with a bunch in of booze and random people in Dallas. That's exactly what should be happening right now. Um, I blame I blame you because, as we know, you always blame the shortest person in the room. So it's your fault. It's your fault. <laughs> no, it's definitely your fault. No, we blame COVID. It's COVID okay, fault. okay. I guess I guess we can blame COVID a little bit, but it's still yeah. in my book. It's your fault. Because that's uh, where we're <laughs> there. All the high <laughs> COVID cases made us yeah, schedule. Yeah, so we had to pull a pull a audible um on that. So, I mean, before we get into the topics that we have, and I know this is a sex relationship dating podcast, but I feel like we would do the culture uh, injustice if we didn't talk about that damn verses last night. Because, listen, mm. that shit had me like, and th- this, this is the reason for, like, uh, the younger crowd. Because, like, my, my kids, they know Snoop Dogg's music more than DMX's because, you know, DMX's okay. music is so deep. It's not one that you just play. And my son right. was like, 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 I see why you why you can like it, but, like, what is what was the appeal to DMX? So I'm talking to my son, and I'm like, bro, um. DMX was the first man that I saw publicly cry and that broke mm-hmm. down that that whole men don't cry thing to me. And like DMX is like this larger than life character. He was the dog and everything. So it's like, you know, he, and he didn't get to see the prayer at the beginning. But it, for me, it's like DMX is like, I don't know, man, he's he's like the best of us. And I'm, I'm glad he pulled out and, and, and won that that versus battle. But I mean, that's why DMX is like the shit to me. And like when they were when, huh? That's subjective. I was I'm, I'm no, because if you go off every <laughs> every scorecard from a major outlet had DMX winning some a revolt had dmx winning i think like four rounds um some other ones had it like be like 10 or 11 and 9 so it was closer but i think unanimously dm what what hurt snoop dogg is that those middle rounds where he was going too too hard into that no limit error like i think that hurt yeah those freestyle type things he was doing well not the freestyles but i'm not well i mean the freestyles were two old men freestyling but i mean at one point snoop was killing the freestyle uh you know, we got X also. I guess that's that's kind of on topic to this X talking about at 13 fucking with a 26 year old woman and it being raped. Like, we don't see man talk about that shit publicly. And I know, like, that's something that me and you actually talked about before, where I was like, this is something that you should get a group of men together to talk about. But, like, that's something that, that, that we don't we don't touch enough is that, I, hell, it happened to me. And at the time, I thought I was being, it was all cool. I thought I was the man on campus because that damn near 40 year old woman was fucking with me when I was 16. But, like, looking back, she used some psychology methods on me and, and predatory. But, you know, I know we're getting deep into it. What did you think about the verse? Um, I thought, now, I'm not going to lie. Before it started, I was team DMX. I was like, DMX okay. win. DMX got his. He were Rough Riders. Like, I'm an Eve mm-hmm. fan. And I know he had a lot of influence in that. So I was like, eh. But then, once it started, like, I always knew Snoop had his. But then once it started, I was like, okay, Snoop do got better radio hits than DMX did. And then it... Snoop is more relevant than DMX. So, like, the younger crowd knows Snoop better than the... I feel that. I, feel, I, think, I think, too, like, DMX's music now, this generation is so soft. Like, I don't yeah. think that DMX could... They would be able to take DMX. It's like, it's a few artists now that, like, just would not be with that. Eminem, DMX, a couple of other ones just would not be what they were back then if they were to debut now, even though they can wrap their asses off. But, yeah, Snoop got hits, man. Snoop got hits. Yeah, and then, like you said, like, I think initially um, DMX started off strong. And then Snoop, Mm. like, it was a tie for a quick second for, like, the maybe the first three or four rounds. And then Snoop started doing, like, the freestyling and the No Limit stuff, and he lost me. And then while he was doing that, DMX was still bringing hits, like, radio hits. And I was like, okay. And then Snoop brought it back. So, mm, I don't know. Like, I've never been, like, a super rap fan. So, as far as I'm concerned, like, when it comes to rap artists doing verses, I look for more for radio hits than anything um so i don't know to me it was kind of tight i don't know uh, no nah, dmx took that home but I'm, we're, we're not even going we're not even going to get all deep into that let's get into the topic that we have for this week um, okay okay love lust lust and battle soul
right, so our first topic that we have this week, and this was one that I honestly, I know you texted me, you were like, where did these topics come from? I just, I've just yeah. been thinking about shit that, to talk about, especially now that we have the group. Um, and that is, can a person be too comfortable in being single? And can that affect their ability to get into a uh, effective relationship? What do you think about that? Absolutely. I can think of a few people off the top of my head <laughs> that I've known that are too comfortable being single versus in a relationship. So definitely, definitely. I mean, because you get used to doing like your own routine and not having to think about nobody else, not having to worry about nobody else. Um, you get food, you ain't got to, you know, bring food for somebody else. So, yeah, I, I definitely think you can get comfortable in your singleness. What about you? I mean, I think I, you can get you can get comfortable, but I don't think that necessarily getting comfortable should be looked at as a negative. I think you can get no. comfortable and it not and it not affect your ability to get in a relationship. I think it, it goes both ways. Like you can get comfortable, but some people can get too comfortable and then not know how to maneuver in a relationship because they've gotten so uh, used to operating, just thinking about themselves that when they have to move into thinking about a relationship it makes it a little bit difficult for them that's true now you and i have both been single for a pretty decent time like would you, what would you say about that when it comes to you because i think for me i am very comfortable <laughs> in being single but i feel like i kind of want the end goal so bad that i can i can tether the fence like i can go either way but how are you with this um, I think for me, like, it's not like the way that I've maneuvered in being single for me, it's like, I, I'm just, I know what I will and won't deal with. So I don't think it necessarily is going to affect me when I get into a relationship. I, I worry about me being so at peace, like, and not wanting to deal with anybody else's bullshit. Like, cause you know, everyone, like my thing is that I'm, I'm at a level now with, with uh, my emotional intelligence and being able to communicate that I worry that that may be off putting to someone who's still in that journey that I think it may affect in the long run, but that's really the only thing I could think of. Yeah. I think, I think I can go either way. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't want to be single forever, but I feel like I've been single for so long that I like my peace. And at this mm -hmm. point, if you're going to disrupt my peace, like I can't, I won't trade one for the other. As bad as I want oh, yeah. the other, I won't trade one for the other. But I think that that's that's natural, right? That's how it should be. You shouldn't. And I and I read this post uh, today that it was like, should you compromise your happiness for the greater happiness of the relationship? And my my idea of that is, if you have to, if you feel like you have to compromise on something you're happy with, well, your happiness in general, then the relationship can't be happy. Like it's impossible that's to true. do. Like you shouldn't have to compromise your happiness. Now you should make compromises within a relationship. But if something is making you truly happy and you have to compromise that, like if somebody's like, like if you have your your pampering time and you get in a relationship and they're like well you have to give that up that's time we could be spending together no you still need that time for yourself and i think i think we, we forget that like you still need to make that time for yourself even in being in a relationship yeah essentially you should still be yourself and anyone that comes into your space should be an added bonus that's how definitely. i yeah definitely yeah but i know a few people uh guys and females that are way too comfortable in their singleness that they're like, okay, I'm just going to deal with everybody. I'll get a little bit of this person and that person from here. When I don't want to be bothered, I'll just, you know, not be bothered. <laughs> those are those toxic people. Like it's, yeah. I think like some people, people, people who, and this is why being like being single and effectively being single is important, right? Because people get into this, into being single and, you know, they can date multiple different people, which, which that's fine to do when you're, when you're single, but then they start getting, they start like, well, I'm getting this piece from this person. I'm getting this piece from this person. I'm getting this piece from that person. And they're, and they're not taking that time out to like fulfill them to get fi filled as a person themselves. So like, then when it, when, then when the idea comes to just be with just one person, because you've, you've relied on getting these things from different people, you, you, you haven't, you haven't gotten that, you haven't gotten that within yourself. So you, you don't know how to operate with it. Yep. Yeah. I was just saying, I've had that conversation at least three or four times with men and women so okay. it's not just a one gender kind of thing but yeah, oh, yeah that's, for sure. that's for definitely sure. happening more frequently lately i think because people also like i feel like the older you get the less there is of a pool to choose from and not so much that you don't have options because i feel like everyone has options it's just oh I'm glad you said that, but go ahead, continue. Don't let me st don't let me stop you. Go ahead. At this point, you know, when you're 30 and over, it's more of, and I'm almost 35, so it's more of quality over quantity as opposed to the number of options that you have. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And that's my point, too. Like, I see, like, everyone who's like, well, do men have more options? Do women have more options? Listen, everyone who's single is Hell technically not. single. It's technically single by choice because there's somebody who would date you today. Now, do they yeah. meet your qualifications is the is the question there. But everyone is single to a degree to a choice because if you just want to be with somebody, there's no endless options of people who will just be with you and they're happy to say they got somebody too. But um That's right. yeah, I'm, I'm glad you I'm glad you said that too. But yeah, I think and I think like something that as we are like normalizing more dating multiple people and stuff while you're single and you know that being okay and not being as as much of a stigma, especially for women, because at one point you were damn near a scarlet if you admitted that you were dating more than one man. I think that as we're breaking that down, you also need to keep go ahead. It kind of still is. <laughs> no, no, and I'm not, I'm not. That's why I said we're breaking it down. Not that it's gone yeah. completely, but it's, it's getting to the point where it's, you still got those people who still think about body count, who still think a woman should just basically be sitting around waiting for a man to choose her. And for those people, shut the fuck up. Like that's my that's just my God's honest opinion of that. Shut the fuck up and stop worrying about what, what these women are doing. But uh Amen. I think, I think I think as we're getting to that place of seriously of um of you know us normalizing dating multiple people and stuff like that, to not let that make you forget about the fact that we still need to be working on ourselves to becoming more complete people while we're dating multiple people. Because if you're just dating multiple people and you're relying on 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 you to get different things from those different people, you're still in the same place you were, but you might as well have stayed like doing your thing. Like it's, it's you be, be single, but be single effectively in a way that helps build you and get you better prepared. That's what I think the thing that we need to do is. I feel like you shouldn't even be dating unless you're whole. Like you have so <clears throat> many unwhole people dating, which is why they find so many things um, that they want in different people, as opposed to finding the things that they want within themselves. Anything that you are in a relationship with should add to you and not be your complete total package of happiness. So you have to bring happiness to yourself. You have to be whole within yourself before you start dating. And I think that's where the breakdown comes from. Yeah, you got to spend that time getting to know you. You got to spend that time like and, you know, and I don't want to bring call him to the carpet specifically, but like a conversation that you had with Josh on your live and he brought to the to the Facebook group as well. It's like if you know that you're not in a place to date or be ready, you got to you got to take some time just for yourself. I'm not saying that you can't get to know people, but like at some point, I think like we all need to avoid. Having because sometimes that silence of being alone speaks so loud that you that you want to just have somebody around to keep you from hearing that. But at the same time, we can't uh, that silence is around because it's something that that's in you that needs to be worked on or that's unfulfilled or that you haven't gotten a chance to get over and you need to take that time to heal and grow yeah. from it. So you know, dating multiple people while single is a hundred percent fine, but also being single and taking that time to just focus on you is a hundred percent fine too. It just depends on where you are in life. There's no one answer for everyone. Everyone isn't meant to date multiple people. They can't handle it. Everyone, right. it, it like they will be idle and, and it causes them depression not to. So it's, it's just a fine line. You got to be honest with where you are. And that, I think that starts with us identifying what's going on with us before we worry about adding other people to our, to our shit. Yeah. Without getting and don't too- have ugly feet if, you, if you're a woman <laughs> and you plan on dating. Don't. Don't have without getting too deep into it. I just essentially, I just feel like if you're if you don't feel whole, if you're not completely healed from Mm -hmm. a past relationship, you should not be dating because essentially you're just using new people to like to fill a hole that's there that will never be filled if you don't fill it yourself with your own shit. So that's why my thing with Josh was like, stay single, heal yourself. Take your time, go to therapy if you need to. And then once you feel like you're whole, you start dating other people. But don't just, and you can't use the excuse of, well, they know what it is. They know that this is not what I want because that's not always the case. It's not always so black and white. A lot of times we think it is and it's very gray. So complete yourself, work on yourself, and then move forward. That's a fact. There you go. Great words from a great woman. You be, you be preaching on here. I, I'm proud of you. You be, you be preaching a little bit. I'll be seeing you. I see I see the growth in you. Um, <laughs> let's move on to the next topic that we have for this week. And the next topic is, are titles in a relationship made to make you feel more comfortable? And I know there are going to be people who hear this question. I know I'm going to get my DMs. But the, the reason why I present this, right, is that 
some people are so uh, let me flesh this out some people are so after that title of being the girlfriend or being the thing to think that that automatically secures their place but if you ain't if neither one of you have done the work to secure the relationship that title don't really mean shit and i think people some people rush mm-hmm. to these titles just so they can not feel like there's a gray area there can listen there can, you can be someone's girl you can hell you can be somebody's wife and there still be a gray area in your relationship. So like people that and dudes and, and I don't want to I, I know I kind of gear it towards women because I'm a man and I date women. But men, right. too, like <laughs> like they, they 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 think that that title of being somebody's boyfriend or think of somebody's being somebody's husband or fiance secures their spot. And they get lazy in that because in their mind, they got the security because they have the title. What do you think? OK, I get both sides. Maybe it's the Gemini in me. But I get both sides. I feel like for women, we prefer the title because the title and the level that you are in a relationship and comes with certain shit. Like it comes with certain perks, shall you say. And when you're not anything, it don't come with nothing. So it's like, eh, what are we doing? Like, am I your girl? Am I your homie? Am I your friend? Like, what are we doing? And that's why a lot of women don't care for gray area. What do you want us to be? It's not that we have so much of issue of, like, being the the girl that you call when you just want to hit it or nothing like that. It's just let me know. And I've said this to you before. Which lane in my brain do I need to put you? <laughs> because the blurred lines fucks me up in the head. Like, where do I need to put you? Are you just a friend? Are you just a homie? Are you just a fuck buddy? Are you just whatever? Like, what are you? So titles kind of help when it comes to us, like the woman side of things. And then the other part is like, I can't hold you accountable for things without a title. Like if we're just friends and we're fucking, I can't come to you off some emotional type shit because, or like some woman type problems because I'm not your girl. So there's very thin lines in between each one. Um, But I prefer, like, this is one of the cases where I would prefer the title. Like, what are we doing? What's happening? Let me know. (laughs) I don't, and this is the thing is I don't get that. And like, if somebody was to come to me with that, my exact answer would be, we don't got, like, if you have to ask that, then we don't have a fucking title. And that's okay. Like, I think. I think like people, because at the end of the day, people are people. And I guess for me, if I'm going to be fucking with somebody, period, at this point in my life, if I'm going to be fucking with you, if we're having sex, if we're just hanging out and kicking it and having casual sex, if whatever that is, if I've reached that level with you, then to me, you can come to me about anything. You can talk to me about shit. Like, so like, I think in a title is going to change what you can and can't come to me for is like to me in the way that I am now and anybody who I would be messing with at this point, it would be like you, we, we, we would already have, have it established to where we have that communication. Like I don't, and, and, and but on the flip side of that, if I'm just fucking you, then you already know if it's not, if you're not texting me about come, I need some dick and oh, I'm not texting you about, Hey, I need some head. <laughs> then we, then we we're not talking. So at that point, you damn right. You can't. I don't give a damn what's going on. If you come get the pussy when I need to get it, then that's what it is. If you if you calling me like, hey, I can't make my rent. That shit ain't got nothing to do with me. You can come over here when we want to fuck, but you sit wherever you go after that is on you. So like, I, I think like for me, if we're if we got to the where where a title is even on the table, then you would know that. Like we would have that conversation. I would communicate it. So it's not. I don't know. For me, there is no gray area because I'm a, I'm gonna do me regardless. Like I'm good. Like I don't need someone to give me a label or say, oh, we're just friends with benefits or hey. I like you and I, 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 I don't, I'm not ready for an exclusive relationship, but maybe that's the way I want to go. I don't need that because if you would know if we're even on that level at that point, or I don't need it because when it comes time to get the title, we'll have that conversation. We'll have that, that communication. And maybe I'm just fine being in the gray area. Maybe I just don't give a fuck. Maybe I just live my life. Like, I don't know what it is, but for me, it's like titles, titles for me are just like, come on, man. Like you need a title to identify what we doing. That shit don't make any sense to me. This is making me cringe <laughs> <laughs> for various reasons because, okay. So you said if, if in your eyes, if you're ready for a title to be had, then you will have the conversation. So essentially mm-hmm. a woman has to wait for you to bring it to her table before there's a conversation about it. No, but if, if no, but, it's it's a closed mouth don't get fed. If you get to the point to where you 
feel like, hey, I want some clarity on it, then bring it to me. Let's talk about it. I'm not saying that I have to be the one to bring it up, but I'm saying that if you if 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 there's a conversation that needs to be had, anybody that I'm fucking with knows that I'm so open with conversation. You don't have to you don't have to sit in the gray area and be uncomfortable. You got all you got to do is ask me, hey. I'm a little confused about what the fuck we doing. I'm going to look at you in your face and tell you, this is what the fuck we doing. And then you can tell me whether there's something you can deal with or not. But like the, with the place where I am in my life, like I'm so honest with where I am and I'm so fine with having some of the conversations that are usually uncomfortable for people that for me, it's like, just ask it. Like if you like, just say, Hey, you can't keep up coming over and fucking me if we ain't together because I can't handle this shit. And I'll be like, all right, I ain't gotta come over and fuck anymore. We can beat and go get wings. It's all good. Like it just, I don't get this it. Like is, this is the thing. So many people, men and women, both think. Hey, hey, that lady. Very... I need you to move over to your right a little bit because all I see is titty. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so many people think that they are being very clear. And a lot of times people don't realize that their words don't match with their actions. So one could say, okay, this is what it is and this is what it is, but your actions so different, so differently. What do you so, mean by that? What do you mean by actions are different? Explain it. Let's let's flesh that out. Let's have this conversation. I feel like this is <laughs> as much as we got a lot to get to in this episode, I feel like this is where it's going to be a lot of people get a lot out of. Uh, no, all jokes aside, I know I'll crack my jokes, but like, so what What? What do you mean by that? Okay, so perfect example. Remember the Sweet Jones conversation we had a few episodes ago? Okay, so leave my toxic brother was... alone. Leave my toxic brother alone. <laughs> <laughs> so his thing was, okay, I'm single, I'm getting to know people, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he would bring over flowers, he would bring over dinner, they would cook together, they would do very intimate romantic stuff. Your words are not matching that's not true let me let me let me put that there that's a that's one of the stupidest things ever because back in the day you would bring flowers to the girl her mother show up and cut the grass all that before you were even allowed to even take her out on a date so to say that flowers confuse it to where if you're exclusive or not i don't get that because that can just be gentlemanly hell i could bring flowers to my boss at work i can bring flowers to my to my kids teacher and have them bring it like and people the only thing that confuses people on like stuff like flowers is that you're carrying your feelings in your vagina. He fucked no. you good, so now I'm serious. Like it, it doesn't make any sense for you to say no. that somebody somebody bringing flowers confuses you. They're fucking flowers. I didn't bring you an engagement ring and say, First "Hey, this all, is a ring," but we still just fucking. Like I don't I don't get that. I don't want you to get stuck on the flower flower thing. That was just an example. Okay. But okay. a lot of women see flowers as something very romantic. And a lot of times men... Flowers stink. Stop, stop getting caught up in, in that shit. That shit stinks. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> These days, specifically, a lot of men do not do the flower thing unless mm-hmm. they're really into you. Like, they want to see where it goes. They're not just fucking you. They legit want to see where it goes. So when Let a me, woman gets I'm flowers, sorry. when a woman gets romance in other ways, when she gets her feet rubbed and she gets dinner brought to her and cash asked, it's like... All that says like, to me is that you guys for so long have settled for so less. The stuff that used to be the basics now, you look at as being more than what it is just because you guys have settled on niggas not doing shit and still getting pussy. That's all, I mean, And I don't mean to be... That, that's maybe. all that means to me. For you to say that like, uh, uh, like bringing flowers confuses stuff or like people only do that when they're... No. People do that when they want to fuck you and they want to make you feel like, oh, I'm doing the most. So let's bring fuck. That shit is used to be basic, bare minimum. So it's. Okay. So let's go with that, right? Let's go with that. Let's go with that. It's supposed to be bare minimum. So if that's bare minimum, what is a nigga that is actually interested in you and wants to court? What the fuck is he supposed to do? It's not actions. At that point, it's not, it's not an item. It's the time that we spend together. It's the intimate conversations. It's the fact that if I call you and say, at one o'clock in the morning and I know you're up and I'm like, hey, you know, I just got in. I wanted to, you know, I got in from hanging with the boys, but you were on my mind. I know we haven't talked very much today. Like, how's your day been going? And you know, I'm tired and we laying in bed, my feet's up. I'm laying on my stomach, texting you, whatever. That's the, that's what's intimate. Flowers aren't intimate. It's those, it's, it's, it's the, I'm driving you. Hey, I know you, I may not be able to sit here and have all lunch with you all day, but I want to drop off lunch. You, I know you've been working hard. Those are the type of things. Flowers. Nah, bro. Flowers ain't doing it. Like flowers should not be doing it for you guys. Dates at this point, dates are a dime a dozen. 
it should be the the intimate the the connection of getting to know you and all your flaws that make it intimate. Flowers shouldn't make it intimate. Okay, a walk in the park okay. shouldn't necessarily make it intimate. Okay, we're not gonna agree on that. So let's go to okay. the next one. Because <laughs> I'm curious now. Like now you got okay. my mind going. So how is a woman supposed to know the difference between a guy really being interested in her and a guy just doing what he thinks needs to be done in order to get the draws or the bare minimum measure? Discernment is a big part of it. And I think like men and women don't really they, they rely, and this is something that I say all the time, um, is that we have now replaced attention with thinking that the amount of attention somebody gives you means the depth that they're getting to know you. And that's not like some people give you a lot of attention because they have nothing else to offer you. So they, they will confuse you and love bomb you with a, with a lot of attention. And you'll think, oh, they're so into me and not thinking that they, they ain't gave you shit mentally. They ain't fed into your into your your emotional health. All they're doing is giving you a bunch of attention and sending you a few text messages throughout the day that make you think like they're all into you. So I would think like discernment is a big part of it, but you also have to watch what they do in between those times. If I'm showing up, if I'm like, if I try to make everything this like seemingly grandiose thing and I'm always showing up with flowers or whatever, but that's all you you get from me is like, I, I, I give you flowers every, every two weeks, but the in-between time, I'm not really feeding into you at all. That should tell you something. They're doing these big events because they think it's going to be the big marquee things that then seal the deal with you when it's really the in-between things that make stuff special to me, in my opinion. Okay. <laughs> if, I, if, 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 I'm te- if I'm texting you like, hey, babe, how'd your therapy session go? If you don't want to talk to me, it's cool. But like, how do you go? Do you feel better? Did they ease something off of you? Should be way more important than me sending you 20 text messages throughout. You may be partially right. Partially. Just not saying. I'm not, and I'm not, I'm saying that this is, and I'm, and I'm, and I, and I'm one who's very, I, I realize that like the way that I think and that I feel isn't very common for everyone, but I also realize that there may be some gray area in there because, you know, not gray area, but there also may be things that I'm missing. Like, because I get it. People, the, 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 the things that like getting little flowers or like showing you a bunch of text messages throughout the day, like that does make you feel like you're thought about. But at it the does. end of the day, like it does. And I, and I understand that. But outside of that, to me at this point, I guess maybe it's also because I was married at one point. You can, we texted each other all day, almost every day. And at the end of the day, in our relationship, what was missing was us connecting truly so i i I can speak through experience that constant communication constant attention doesn't always mean that you're connecting in the proper way so i think for me maybe now that i've been through that i look too much on the other side away so it's kind of somewhere in between but you know that's just where i am so here's a personal question okay so because you've been married and and that how it ended up for you Mm -hmm. do you ever realize that not all people and situations are the same so what absolutely so what may have worked or not worked for one may work or not work for the next i see and what i when i when i say this i'm talking about what works for me and what works for me is universal i have to learn the person that i end up with and what works for them you absolutely do so if if long conversations at night about how we're going to build our empire don't do it for you but text messages and emojis do it for you all right cool then i need it then i need to make that amendment but you then can't can't expect that same thing that works for you to work for me because i can tell you right now you can text me all motherfucking day you can randomly call me i'm just gonna look at the phone ring i ain't got time for none of that shit but, but, but for me the moment the moment that you text me you're like hey no i listened to your episode or hey i heard that you're that you're going to be filming this have you thought about doing this have you have you have like those are the conversations that make it that make tell me that you're paying attention to me. And so that's what I look for. So okay. we might have to do a and, series on this. And feet picks. Feet picks. I don't even want news. Like I'm telling you, women right really? now. I, 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 I've seen so I've seen I've seen so many titties and nipples and, and vaginas. That shit don't do nothing for me. But send me a fresh pedicure pick. Listen. That's See, that's all that I need. Goes, but that goes back to not not everything that everyone does have the same effect. So okay, so you saw a bunch of cooch and booby pictures, but uh-huh. the one that you may be feeling the most that sends it to you. No, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. There is no titty in the unless that motherfucker, <laughs> unless unless when I suck on that motherfucker, it tastes like Skittles. There is no titty in the world that I that I that I can honestly say at this point. I'm I'm looking at my phone like I'm glad I got this titty pic. It and that's not to say that I won't say it's sexy. It may not even make turn me on. 
but I don't get like honestly, you, I can never get an I can never get another titty pick in my life. But I will never get tired of picks of feet. I will never get tired of feet picks. Never. I you you can send me feet picks from now until Friday every minute, and I will never say, "Hey, this is too many feet." I will never say that. Oh my lord! All right, so you hear that? Don't send him news. If you like CJ and trying to get his attention, do not send him news. Don't do that. <laughs> and, oh, especially especially if you got high arches on your feet. Listen, I need them arch picks. I need that shit. Fuck a back arch. I'll make you get in the right position when I'm hitting it from the back. But that foot oh, arch, God. listen, that shit is uh, that shit is un, unprecedented. Um, let's go ahead and move into the next one. This is our last topic <laughs> before we move into the questions for this week. Um. And this one is now I did see this one in the conversation on Twitter, I believe. Um, it's is someone having only friends of the opposite sex a red flag for you? Um no. For me, it would depend on the kind of relationship that he has with these friends. That would be the red flag. So if he is so close to these females to where I feel like they might have fucked before, or there's some type of sexual tension, mm. or like she wants him, but he's not recognizing <laughs> what the hell it is, then that may make me feel slightly uncomfortable. But in general, no. Like, if y'all are just platonic friends and there's nothing, I don't, like, that's not a big deal. All right, so what if what if they fucked one time, they realized it didn't work for them, and they've been, pl- let's say, they, let's say, let's even say they were fucking for a year. They realized that didn't work for them. Hold on, wait, 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 let me finish. That they were fucking for a year, they realized that didn't work for them, and now they've been just friends for four years after that year of fucking. Again, me as the new person coming in, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to not feel no sexual tension. If I feel like there's sexual tension, not so much from him to her, because I feel like it can be one-sided. If I feel like he ain't paying her no attention, that's cool. But if I feel like it's her to him, and it's to mm-hmm. the point where it's getting like disrespectful and it's obvious and all that, then I'd be like, all right, nigga, look. Oh, yeah, like, definitely. You shouldn't stand for disrespect. You shouldn't, the disrespect you shouldn't stand for at all. You need to look out for, I don't like this shit. I'm like, check it ASAP before okay. I do. <laughs> okay, I feel that. I think, I think too, and this is a case where I think it's important to be able to have that, like, to feel comfortable enough to talk to your partner honestly about it. And this may be one of those situations where it matters who ended it, right? Because this, yeah. and this, follow my logic, because if if I'm in, like say I get in a relationship with somebody, and let's say me and you, me and you were fucking for, me and you have been friends for six years. Let's say we were fucking for the first year and we've been friends for five years after that. But you cut it off with me and I still wanted to fuck, then I couldn't be mad at, at my the woman I get with being like, oh no, y'all can't, you got, you kind of got to cut that because I can tell you yeah. still kind of lust after her. You got to be honest with it because, you know, yeah. and then if you guys mutually decided like, hey, we're just better off with friends, then it's like, all right, well, they 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 decided they were adult. They had a conversation. They've been friends since then. But like, if it, if it's like, I feel like if it's one who just kind of cut it off, and like that's where it gets into like we gotta kind of talk about what's going on here because that can get a little weird. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I feel like yeah, depending on who cut it off, and again, I, as a as a new person coming in, because again, y'all have history. Mm-hmm. Me personally. I have very good intuition and discernment. No, you don't. So, yes, you That's I a lie. Do. That's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> this is coming from the woman who last week admitted that she kicked somebody out their house, but not out their coochie. Like, no, that's Listen, not you. That was old. Okay? <laughs> that was old. We're not going back there. We're not talking about that shit no more. This is new shit, okay? I've gone to therapy since then, okay? New shit, nigga. <laughs> so, my <thing> is, <sighs> I know when, plus I'm a woman, so I know when another woman is trying to get a, a nigga's attention. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. It's just like, if I'm oblivious to something, like I have a male friend and I'm ob- oblivious to him wanting me and you came around and you were like, oh, that nigga wants you. I'm going to be like, no, that's just my friend. You're going to be like, no, I'm a guy. I understand what happens. This is what we do. And then I'm going to have to be like, all right, you're right. I believe you. And then I have to go from there. But yeah, it just, it depends on how the interaction is. Like, I'm okay with people fucking for a little while and then figuring out it didn't work and then being friends. But at the point where I come in, if y'all a little too friendly for my comfortability, I'm going to be like, all right, look, babe, this is what I noticed. This is what I don't like. So, and this so is another thing. What if, what if he then says, like, we just give each other head from time to time. That's all. <laughs> 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 
You you magic like Oh man, I love fucking with you. I love doing this shit to you. I, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That, I I just love fucking with you. I apologize. I had to throw that curveball in there. I was told this week I was ter- first. I was told that I was possessive. And I didn't like that. I had to look that up. I ain't gonna hold you. But then I was, told I was territorial, and then I looked that up, and I was like, okay, that makes it a little better. Like, okay, I, I can see myself myself being more territorial than than um possessive. So I, I'll give you that. But we got a question on the on the board that I want to read whenever you get a chance. Yeah, I just I can't the head thing. Like, do to me what you would want done to you. If I can't get hair from one of my friends, then you don't need to be getting hair from one of your friends. And that's how we're going to operate. All right, cool, cool. We got a question. <laughs> this one is this is one is from Latrice. Um, okay. It's, I've been through something similar, but I never fucked a friend. Lusting after me and my boyfriend at the time had, lusting after me and my boyfriend at the time had insecurity issues. Not a good mix. What do you think about it? Do you agree with it's that? Not a good mix. See, this is, my thing is, when I'm with somebody, I'm going to make you feel uber secure. If I have male friends of the opposite sex, you're going to meet all of them. You're going to hang with all of them. We're all going to hang together more than once so that you can see what the vibe is. If you feel uncomfortable at any point, you can tell me. We can have a conversation. I can explain to you whatever it is, and then we can go from there. But I don't ever want my nigga to feel like he has competition because he doesn't. Okay, cool. I understand that. I can, I can get with it. I can get with it. I ain't mad at it at all. But I'm just saying, like, it it what what's 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 wrong with a little head between? No, let me stop playing before people think I'm crazy. I got I got a funny story before we move into the next segment, right? I got a funny story. So you know, everyone knows that like feet are my thing. I love pretty feet. I I I have to see the woman's feet before I even am seen in public with her, right? So before I got into my 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 love of feet, I happened to fuck one girl with ugly feet, right, in high school. Why did my friends in my group chat today, like, because she, she's still, for their friends with her on Facebook, and I guess, like, she posted a pic of her feet, and they were like, oh, but you like pretty feet, though, nigga. I'm like, you motherfuckers. Like, that was even before I was even looking at feet. So I had to share that story, because I'm on here talking about feet, and, like, they brought up the fact that I had smashed a, maybe a girl with an ugly foot before, but I feel like that don't count. If you got, if I smash you and you got ugly feet, that don't count. That gets wiped from my record. Listen, that always counts. You got to hold that L. You got to hold that L. <laughs> I'm not holding that L. I don't and fuck with motherfuckers with ugly feet. <laughs> All right, we got another one that I want to read uh, before we move into your cookie of the week, and this one is from I. I'm look. I'm sorry because I know I'm gonna uh, murder your name, so I completely apologize for the way I'm about to pronounce it. there you go. Look at you. You, you dope. <laughs> um, so this one is it's not a good mix. My boyfriend broke up with me over something like that. LOL, and I tried to have him meet the guy to show him there was no comp. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, I think, I think at that point, oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Don't let me step. No, go, go ahead. I think at that point, you did what you're supposed to do, right? And you have to respect people where they are. If, you, if you've if you done what you needed to do in that situation and they still decide that if they want to end things with you, then you just got to wipe your hands from it. You've done what you what you can do and they they obviously couldn't deal with it. It's better that you learned it then than them try to act like they could deal with it and then it then it fester and grow over the course of over time. So I feel like you did what you were supposed to do in that case. What do you think? Um, yeah. So I used to be the girlfriend that would try to figure out why my man thought the way that he felt, like what his thought process was so that I can reassure him. But like mm-hmm. CJ said, at this point in life, I'm not doing all that. If that's where you are, if you don't, because it sounds like he didn't trust you. If that's where you are and you don't trust me and you don't trust the people around me, like my my argument would have been, I've known him longer than you. <coughs> I would have been with him if that's what I wanted, but I chose you. So <clears throat> if you feel uncomfortable with that, I don't know what to do. You might well, there you, you go. One for me. Words from a great woman. There you go. That's it. That's it. I think we I think we hit that topic good enough. <laughs> Uh, we, uh, for the watchers here on Facebook live, you're not actually going to get a break. We don't get into a break. This is what we do for how we edit the podcast and the YouTube channel, but you got a cookie of the week this week. Who's the cookie of the week? And does she I have pretty do. feet? Does she have, I'm telling you right now, if she don't have pretty feet, I'm not putting on, no, let me stop playing. Go ahead. <laughs> Wait, I know y'all seen last week's cookie of the week. Okay. If you follow Woo! us on YouTube, Woo-hoo! go to follow love less and badass so and see our cookie of the week this week's cookie of the week is my cousin and it's not because it's my cousin it's because she's beautiful and she's young and she's navigating her way through life and she's doing her thug fizzle and her name is ronnie goldring okay. and you can 
find her on Facebook. But that's my baby. And she's also going to be my model. So Saturday when I shoot the new inventory for Lady Haven, she will be coming in and being the model. I'll go live for that in the group and on my personal page so that you can meet her. She can introduce herself and you guys can get to know her. Um, but her name is Ronice Goldring. R-O-N-N-E-S-S-E. Goldring like a gold ring on your finger. What do the toes look like? I'll go find it. I don't know what toes look like. <laughs> Nigga, come on now. Like, you already know I'm going to ask. Like, how are you going to be my friend of so many years? We've been friends damn near a decade. And you know not to not to look at the toes. You know before you bring any woman around me, you have to check out the toes for me. I feel like when that's I, the filter. You should do that. When I'm meeting women and chilling with women, I'm not thinking about them for you. So I ain't looking at the feet. But, yeah. <laughs> I don't know her feet. It be your own people. It be your own people who do you wrong. That's all I got to say. It be your own people. Um, all right. You're so we're going to get into... <laughs> Welcome to Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Go, go, Power Ranger. Yeah, this is the Black Ranger. It's me, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. It's Ash Ketchum in his bed. <laughs> I am the Eric J. Only known as the Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real-life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as K. Diddy. Take that, take that. But better known as the people's jabroni. <laughs> and that's us. I mean, we four friends coming together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own flair to it. Let me tell you, you ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before. Damn straight. So check us out every Wednesday. Get at us. We're going to get into the questions for this week's episode. And these, this first one, listen, wow. just the title had me like motherfucker. And I, listen, wow, I don't want to hate anybody from this because I said some stuff last week. They got people, they got people on me about white women. So let me just say this clearly. If you are a white person and you listen to this podcast, we love you just the same. But there are certain things that just don't happen in the black community that I pretty much can call out. So like, that's all I'm going to say. I love, I love my, I'm half white. Like, come on now. I love white people. My dad's white. My dad's my favorite person in the world. Um, that sounded like some Trump shit. I apologize for that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, the title of this one is I'm dating my mom. So they gotta be British. They just, by the way, saying that they gotta be British. Um, shout out. We're international. Shout out, by the way. Um, so this one is, I thought the Oedipus complex was nonsense until now. For some messed up reason, I'm in love with a girl with all the qualities of my mom, my mom that I hate. She's emotionally volatile, has a jealous streak, thinks money grows on cheese, and her love is very... Is she Latina? Her love is very conditional. Not only do I love a girl with these qualities, I love her for having them, and we're going on three months. Uh, you Three months? Come on. Um, it's like I don't, I don't know love any other way, so I won't hate it any other way. Have you noticed the Oedipus complex in yourself? Do you embrace it or do your best to overcome it? Listen, I can tell you one thing right now. I love my mama. To hit my mama is my nigga. I got my mom's name tattooed on my back because she has my back like nobody else. She's beautiful for anyone who's seen pictures of my mama. She doesn't age, but I don't want nobody who reminds me of my mama. I don't want that <laughs> shit. So, like, no, I don't know nothing about an Oedipus complex because I ain't living that life. That's not the life I live. But uh Tia, have you have you caught this? any any in your uh in your life so i feel like everyone has has it to a certain extent um like for me my dad was an awesome provider he made sure that he worked in order to take care of his kids and take care of his household so when it comes to that part of a relationship and dealing with a man that's something that i look for and do i want all the other qualities that my father has in a man Absolutely not. I don't think, and you know, hey, I don't want none of that. <laughs> so I think there's certain things that we look for that our parents possess that we want in our mate, but I don't think it's everything to a T. Like this, this, like being volatile emotionally and jealous. That sounds abusive. Like that, that's emotionally that's abusive. Emotionally abusive. I, I can't, you need to reevaluate that. First of all, and I hate to say this, but you need to go to therapy. You need to go to counseling. You need to get a better relationship with your mother if she's still around, God forbid. But this is not healthy. And you shouldn't want 
to be in a relationship with somebody that's like this. And it's only been three months. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think, I think too, like, this seems like, to me, and I know I, I, I always crack a joke, so I'm sorry, but like to get to the serious response to this, the way that I see this is that you've become, you've normalized what you went through growing up with your mother. We've all done yeah. it with our parents. We normalize certain things and we know our parents love us. So it's easy to identify those actions as being love because that's right. just what we're used to seeing. But at the same time, you have to think about, you know, and I'm not saying give up on the relationship because maybe you've you've normalized and you haven't communicated to her either that you view it this way. But you need to a get therapy first, I think, to, yeah. to get over some things. And I don't like throwing that get therapy line on yeah. everything. But I think in a case like this, like especially when it's something you've grown up with, it can't hurt to really yeah. identify what you actually do need. And then you can communicate with your partner, you know, hey, this is what I'm noticing. I kind of dealt with it because I grew up, so I was used to it, but I'm not happy with this. Um, but unfortunately, it seems like you're kind of happy in it. It's it's still kind of like, whoo, this is, this is deep. But at the same yeah. time, it's like, it's three months too. And I think also you saying that you you singing these praises of like, you're all deeply in love within three months really also says something that you're, you're, you feel like it feels like love because that's what you grew up under. And like, you may, you may not actually be in love. I'm not saying that people can't fall in love in three months. Cause I'm one of those people who really feel like love happens in the time that it's supposed to happen. And you can fall in love with somebody in, in two weeks. I, I truly feel that that's possible, not normal, not usual, but it, but it's possible. Um, but in this case, I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like you need to get more in touch with you and kind of get over some of the things you grew up with. That's what I, yeah, that's what this I think. It's a bit much. Um, it, it, it's a bit much. I think you should see, date other people. I feel like once you know what love really is and you experience it, then you will see that this is not healthy and this is not something that you want long term. So date other people and not other people with the same traits. Kind of get outside of your comfort zone. Again, go to counseling and therapy and see what else is out there because this ain't this ain't it, honey. This is not the end all be all. You need to figure out what real love is all about. And we've all had our toxic love. Like let's yeah. let's be honest. We've all had that relationship where we were they were either toxic to us, we were toxic to them. Hell, y'all were toxic together. We've all gone through that relation that toxic relationship. Um, so it's not anything that I want to make it seem like it's abnormal to go through or whatnot, especially when you're younger. Um Cause my my first real relationship, looking back at that shit, like if we would try to stay together, we would not my marriage before that, we would have fucking probably murdered each other, being batshit ass crazy. And you you got me watching Shameless. We would have been on some shit like Monica and uh, Frank. Like that's some toxic fucking love. That's some toxic fucking love. Um, but I mean, we 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 all go through our toxic love. So really, you know, it's you 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 kind of you kind of identify it, but you're kind of rationalizing it as you're identifying it in this email. So I would think. Like really take some time for you and kind of figure it out and you your opinion on it may you may find that it changes a little. I yeah, hate when I gotta talk my real my real grown shit because I really like being the goofy asshole, but like people need advice and I really had to get serious on that one. But at the same time, that motherfucker is crazy. Like I bet the sex is fire. I, I oh, bet yeah. the sex Talk is fucking sex. amazing Talk though. Like it's fire as fuck. Okay. But man, they they ain't nothing better than fucking with somebody that you ain't got no business fucking with and y'all just just fucking the shit out of each other that shit is fire yeah don't make don't make these traits a habit in what you look for in the opposite sex relationship don't do that (laughs) all right um uh, you want to read this next one sure okay so this is my co-worker who hates me invited me over to have dinner and some drinks with her why now this one was like all right so i've seen her uh for close to a year when i started working here and we met each other and everything was good until i had an incident with another co-worker asshole guy she got upset because i was arguing with him and he is an old man still a real asshole and she got mad because i told him to go fuck himself and that i shouldn't be disrespecting my ill so since then she has talked about me to other co-workers I've heard her and so my natural reaction was to avoid her as much as possible I despite seeing her every I despise I think she meant to say seeing her every single day so what happened was she came up to me again and I thought she was gonna bad bad mouth me but instead she asked why I was so distant she asked my age then she said that she wanted to invite me to go have some drinks at her home and have dinner she want to pop that pussy for a real nigga. I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and she said that if things felt right, she wanted to 
she wanted me to stay over with her. She gave me the address and told me the time, etc., and then gave me a kiss on the cheek. As I said, I've always seen her talk about me to other coworkers. They are always staring at me. And I've heard her say my name before. I said, okay, but I'm very confused as to why she would want to do this since she doesn't like me. She's a decent person and she's really good looking, so I don't mind. But why would she do this? Any advice or ideas why or on what I do? You want to take this one first? You want me to take it first? What do you want to do? You can go first. <laughs> Listen, this is what this kind of goes back to what we said before, like toxic sex, right? I think, mm-hmm. I th- like, to, to, to put it into, like, um, really simple terms is like you remember how like in school people would like be mean to the person and really like them I feel like yeah. that's what it is I also yeah. feel like maybe maybe it was a territory thing maybe she did identify that she was attracted to you maybe not one in a relationship with you but she wanted to fuck you but so she was kind of bad mouthing you talking to you talking about you to other co-workers to see who else may be feeling the same way or to kind of clear that field um, and I can honestly say this goes back to kind of that toxic thing there's nothing like fucking somebody you don't like because you can do all types of shit to them and you don't even like them any goddamn way. So like maybe she's just like, look, I don't like you for real, but I like what you're working with and I feel like we can have some fun. Now I've been in a situation like that. I've, I'm releasing too much information, but I've been in situations <laughs> similar to this. Um, and I would honestly say it's great sex also. So maybe if you can, you know, and I'm not saying like all jokes aside, like, if you feel like this person is bad-mouthing you and disrespecting you, don't feel obligated to have sex with them. Don't feel obligated to go over. Tell them to go fuck themselves. But at okay. the same time, at the same time, if you don't give a fuck and you like, hey, this is somebody that I won't feel bad about sticking my dry thumb in they in they ass. Do your thing. Go fuck her and do your thing. Mm. You got Because, you know, you got to lick the thumb first before you stick it in a little bit. But, like, if you, if you don't give a fuck about them, just stick the shit in. Stick, stick two fingers in the ass at the same time while you... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. So, first Do you like all, the thumb in the butt, by the way? Do you like thumb, the thumb in your butt? We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> first of all, why... I gotta address you. Why are you fucking people that you don't like? I can't fuck nobody I don't like. Now, no, now I couldn't. Nowadays I couldn't. But back when I was listen, back, I shot sh- sh- you know I call names on her. Shout out to Amanda Knox because I hated her motherfucking ass. But we had some amazing fucking sex. And when I tell you I would pull up my pants and get and immediately leave and not even look at her, I didn't I didn't get no wet rag. I didn't want one myself. I just had to get the fuck up out of there. But the but the twenty minutes that we had in between that was amazing. Jeez, I can't. Okay, let's get past that. We'll come back to that in a second. I can't fuck nobody that I don't like. I don't care how attractive you are. If I don't fuck with you and your personality and how you treat me, your looks don't matter at that point. To me, you're ugly. So I personally would want to know what, what the fuck is up. Like, I would, I'm would, i bold. I don't like the gray area. I don't like the in-between. I would have just been like, listen. I done heard you say X, Y, Z. We done had confrontations before. Why you want me to come over now? Like, what the fuck? What, what is this? What's happening? I don't I don't like this. What is this about? If you really liked me all this time, then you should have said that. Now, you, now you're childish because you're going around telling people shit about me, but you really want to fuck me, which is not going to make me want to fuck you any more than usual. I would have carried her, but that's just me. I understand you got to work there, so... And, but then you got to wonder, like, okay, so if I go to her house and I fuck her, she didn't already talk shit about me. Is she going to go back and tell all these bitches the same shit? Like, she fucked me and I was over. Like, she just seemed messy. It's going to be some boomerang shit. She's going to embarrass him. He's going to be walking down yeah, the hallway. Messy. She Wait, like is that the right? Boy. Yeah, that's the right move. Now, you could be super petty if you're that attracted to her and fuck her and then beat her to the punch and tell everybody what she was like. But then you got to remember that she worked it. So are you going to quit or are you going to be petty? I, it's it's just too much. I just this, I feel like this is this will settle it all, right? You fuck her, you fuck her, you fuck her great. You guys have great sex, and then when you come, you aim it like for her, her hair, not her face, but don't let her know that. And then afterwards, you just leave her weave, her perm, whatever is fucked up. But you just walk out and leave. That way, it's like you keep the hate going. Like at that point, what what is she gonna say? He fucked me good, but then he nutted him like there's nothing to say at that point. Like, bitch, I nutted in your in your wig. Like, what you gonna what you gonna do about it? Like, what what the fuck we doing here? I mean, I get that, 
But at the same time, I'm the type of female, I'm not going to give you no reason to talk shit about me, period. Whether it was good or bad, I'm not going to give you the satisfaction. I'm not going to fuck with you. I'm going to carry the fuck out of you. And I'm going to do it obviously and everybody going to see it. Because they going to know what the fuck it is. I'm not, I'm not fucking with you. You done talk shit about me? You childish. And she's probably <laughs> older than the girl. Because she asked his age, yeah. Uh-uh. I don't got time for this. I can't do it. Listen, have you ever hate fucked a uh a woman who's about eight? Well, not a woman, but hate fucking like a woman who's about eight to ten years older than you is good because like you know how like never mind, let me stop before I get somebody's gonna put me on the I list. I'm gonna shut the fuck up. I'm just I'm just that used to be my go-to move though. Real talk is that if I if I didn't really give a damn about you, like and you you were gonna take the the splash to the face, I would do it in your hair like and and be like oh i'm so sorry you know it came out a little bit more force just saying but that's how i feel about men coming on on females face like it's kind of like it i think it initially started as a sign of disrespect or like i don't really fuck with you and then mm. it became this other thing so that's why never mind we'll talk about that in another episode so but wait, yeah, wait you gotta you gotta answer that. you gotta answer the question <laughs> Do you do you like the thumb in the butt? I'll do the thumb in the butt. That's fine. That's some average shit. That's fine. I was about to say, come on, you can't be on a sex podcast and be a host and be be basic. I'm gonna call you out on some of your basic tendencies. I'm just as they reveal themselves, I'm calling you the fuck out. So I'm just ain't letting you know. Ain't shit about me basic, okay? Nothing. I don't know. I don't know that forehead kind of basic, but I ain't gonna say nothing about that. <laughs> And you know, you know, you know your third toe kind of sometimes me. So like you got some basic qualities, but let me tell you something. I'm close my feet in the group, okay? And I'll let other people be the judge because you ain't no good judge. <laughs> you ain't no good. I ain't fucking with you today. I'm not fucking with you today. You've been on one for the past few hours. I'm not fucking with you. Hey, you understand? <laughs> oh man. Oh man. All right. That's it for this week, people. We want to thank you guys for fucking with us and laughing with us along, along all this crazy shit. Uh, you can expect us to do this every week. Uh, we'll be streaming live for the Facebook group. You guys seem to really enjoy it, um, so we're going to keep doing it. Um, it also keeps us keeps us uh, on our toes as podcasters. You know, it's easy to pre-record something, but when you got to be entertaining and do it live, too. It kind of keeps us on our toes as we prepare. Yeah. For for our live show tour that we're doing next year, but we're that's just a little tease. We're not we're gonna leave that at that. Um, T will be getting titty fucked on stage by somebody no, I'm gonna not. Piss from the audience. No, <laughs> fuck, I am not. Don't be telling these people that Cordero. Do not do that. Hold on, wait a second. My strap will be ready for you. If we titty fucking, we strap fucking too. So what what are we doing? Don't show off for the people, okay? <laughs> Don't fool. Oh, oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and give them your social media so we can get up out of here. You can catch me at the first lady, D A F I R S T <laughs> underscore L A D I or Tia, the first lady on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. The reason why I'm laughing so hard is because my goal this whole episode was to get you to snap at me. So I'm glad I finally did it. And you would do it the episode that I went out for happy hour first. <laughs> oh man. This is why me and T work so good because I know what I know how to hit her buttons and so that was fun. Um, I'm sorry. You guys can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. You can follow us collectively at Lovelust and B-A-S Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns to Lovelust and B-A-S at gmail.com. Just like we read questions on this week's episode. If you want your question read, make sure you send it to that email. And then lastly, we do have a... Huh? Or if you need advice. Or if you need advice as well. Um, and then also we do have a hotline 614-547-2039 that you can call us at, leave us a voicemail. You will play it on this podcast, but that's it. We are the number one adult podcast in all the motherfucking land. Shout out to my beautiful co-host Tia, who's a great sport who, who gives the shit back to me. You know, I love you. Um, but that's it for this week's episode. We love each and every one of you guys. Peace. So close, I can taste it. I ain't gonna waste this time.